thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, I am Michelle Kane of Voice Matters, and I am here as ever with my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. How are you, Karen? I am doing well, Michelle. Thank you so much. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Not going to lie. Having a weird sinus thing happening, but that's okay. It helps me focus. Actually, it's good to bury myself in work, which is a totally unhealthy thing to say or propose. Very unhealthy. <laughs> I'm not going to come find that. <laughs> no, do as we say, not as we do, because today we're actually, this episode is probably hitting on July 4th. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully our listeners aren't even listening to us until Tuesday. But, you know, if you are listening to us on July 4th, you know, it's the time of year in the United States when we, we celebrate the birth of our country of American independence. And, you know, as solos, we who are self-employed, we really have reason to celebrate every day. So today we're going to talk about the freedom of flying solo. <laughs> I really like this topic. And, yeah. you know, in addition to the freedoms that we typically talk about and and even the freedoms that we don't exercise, you know, this week I was having a conversation with our solo PR pro founder, Kelly Crane, about this very topic, the freedom to really create a business that aligns with your own personal values is something that we don't often talk about yeah. and we may take for granted. And that's so poignant this week as we've seen the world sort of blow up around us in the United States. And yeah. we have so many of our solo PR pros who are very active in social and political issues. And they can do that. And they can serve clients who align with those values. We have, for example, I know that we have solos that have clients that are in the climate change space. Mm -hmm. So do I. And that is a passion that's near and dear to my heart, or we have clients that serve, you know, people that are doing things in terms of animal rights. And we have clients that are involved in, in the political space and are mm -hmm. fighting for things like voter rights and women's rights. And so it is really something that we as solos just really, you know, and, and as we think about Independence Day, this becomes incredibly important that we can do that. We can have a values-based business. Yes. You can serve people that align with who you are, what you're passionate about, what's really important to you in a way that you can't do in the traditional workforce. We don't have control over any of that. We, The clients that we have and the clients that you serve are chosen by someone else. Right. No, it's so true. When I when I think of independence as a solo, I, the word opportunity pops up, right? You have the opportunity to be of service to those the businesses and causes that that not only light you up, but you know, at least from let's say from your selfish point of view, are doing good, and hopefully they are doing good. So, on this topic of freedom, as Michelle was talking, you know, freedom is opportunity. It's the opportunity to make your own choices. And, you know, that goes to a lot of things, the freedom and how you use your time. One of the freedoms that I love is I love connecting with companies that share my commitment to having a healthy work environment. So as a solo, I get to create my own, you know, obviously my own workspace, my own work culture for my company, my own work environment. 
but serving companies that also share that value. So for example, I have companies that really believe in having work-life balance. And so they do not expect communications after hours. They take extra days off for holidays because they believe for their internal teams that they don't want them to burn out and they really value them. And so that's that's really important to me as well. So I love that. I love that I can look at a company's internal organizational structure and align with people who care about those same things that they really are not just saying it, but they're actually living those values out. And so, you know, it's, again, this year, particularly having gone through the crisis of the pandemic and seeing life in a whole new way, and then the things that are happening in the United States, freedom becomes an even bigger word to so many, to all of us, actually, because we're seeing some freedoms eroded and we're having to fight for things that we took for granted. And as solos, I really am grateful and appreciative of all of the independence that I truly do have and and have become more aware of exercising that independence. So correct. I mean, we we have, again, hopping back on the word opportunity, we have that opportunity to pursue the work that lights us up. And I think that makes us better because if you have to go to work every day and think, oh, I have to, you know, move this issue forward. It's just either it feels wrong or it just is, ugh. and, you know, that's not to say every single thing we do is exciting. It makes us want to jump up and down. It's not. It's, it's not. <laughs> But it really just helps spark you. It helps spark your creativity. It helps you be innovative. I just think, you know, the ability to be self-employed also gives you a freedom to pursue opportunities you might not get to do otherwise. Let's say if you really wanted to be on a committee of an organization somewhere that you feel passionately about, you know, within your field, you know, if you're in a big agency, you would have to wait and hope, oh, can they nominate me? How much effort do I have to put into this? Blah, 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 blah. Whereas if you're a solo, nominate yourself, get involved on your own, contribute in that way. So it's it's really an added bonus of of working this way. You know, I agree. And, and as solos right now, we are all, and I swear in the past, you know, couple of years, I really believe that that we have had a myriad of communications challenges and helping companies to navigate this really weird time period. So we've seen that, you know, customers and whether you're in the B2B space or in the consumer space, the consumer space particularly has been very heated, but we're seeing this demand for more transparency in companies and sharing their values and what they stand behind and being not just good corporate citizens, but being active corporate citizens. And so as solos, that means helping companies to really navigate through that landscape. And it's a lot trickier than it looks on the outside. It's not enough to say, you know, you could say that you're supporting the right things or the wrong things, but there's the right things for one set of people that are the wrong things for a different set of people. And it's really important to understand how those decisions impact the world at large, and then taking a stand on things that are truly meaningful to you as a company. And so, you know, as solos, we're seeing that. And so we're, we're having to also help companies to understand those freedoms and 
and the consequences of those freedoms, quite frankly, because even for us as solos, the things that we speak out about, the things that we are very actively advocating for, you have to, to realize that the consequence of that stand is making sure that it really is critical to you. And it's, you know, and sometimes there are, there are just issues that you're not going to compromise on. Right. And you take that stand and you don't care. Let the chips fall where they may. If it means that you lose business or that people will not do business with you, you're willing yeah. to stay on that hill. Yeah. Again, freedom. I love that. I love that we have the freedom in this country to do that. And I love that as solo business owners, we we enjoy that freedom as well. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. And and it's important that we do have that freedom to do that and that ability. And, you know, touching on also, you know, navigating businesses through this, you know, the pandemic, everything, it's really stripped a lot of pretense away where I feel like we can communicate more clearly with people because we're like, hey, we get it. We're all tired. We're all wondering what's next. So yeah. it, it just feels like even the messaging I've put together is more straightforward. Not that it was ever phony or veneered, but you know, it's, it's a little less markety and a little more, Hey, here's how we can help you. Here's what you need to make your life a little easier. And coming from that direction, I think is always, you know, authenticity is, it's just a wonderful way to still be authentic, helpful, all the good things that you expect. And while we know that the mood in the country right now is heavy and it's completely understandable, We also don't want to forget to address the fun and the lighter side of those freedoms. And and I would like to encourage all of you to exercise those freedoms a little bit more frequently. So one of those is the freedom in how we use our time. Yes. My colleague, Carolyn, was laughing the other day because she said, you're on a mission to do away with meetings. I have successfully (laughs) removed so many meetings from our collective calendars and I've spread it to anybody that I've worked with because I know that it's not just for us, you know, protecting that time and exercising the freedom not to have weekly meetings, not to have bi-monthly meetings, really is is for the health and benefit of our clients as well. It means learning ways to be effective, to be present with them, to be in relationship with them without having these unnecessary meetings where you're not moving the needle forward. So I have sort of been taking the, you know, the swore to the meetings and removing them from the calendar. And it's it's been very helpful to look at client relationships in a different way and really engage with them. I'm very connected as all of you are to our clients. And I'm realizing that meetings is not necessarily the only way to do that. But we also have the freedom to take time off. And it, it breaks my heart that all of us are not taking more time. We take less time than our counterparts that are working as traditional employees. And that is a sad, sad, sad thing. Now, I know that travel is not the most fun right now. Some of you are doing it and I applaud you. I I believe that I saw a few of our people that are headed out of the country. Good for you. I love that. Some people that are taking weeks off this summer. I love that. But I don't think any of us is exercising that freedom and If you are allowing fear to hold you back, please put it in the corner and take time off. And I know my co-host is one of the guilty parties. 
Maybe. What do I have to do to get you people to take vacation? <laughs> okay. I promise you, you are not going to go broke and be homeless. Please exercise the freedom to take some vacation, real vacation. Not I'm taking half a day off. I'm not, I'm taking off an afternoon. One of my colleagues last week, she was supposed to have Friday off at my insistence. And <laughs> she ended up having a terrible migraine and spending half a day in the doctor's office. And, and then she was working. And I said, so half a day at the doctor is not a vacation. <laughs> That's it's never not. happened to me. What do you mean? No, it's it's so true. And I have to say, I am a quick study in most things. But when it's life stuff, you know, it's a slow burn. But I, I have to say in the last year or so, it's like, yeah, you know what? Why why don't I get to, come on now? I think you just get in that, you know, that mode. And and you do start to realize, wait, my clients are taking off and who is who is yelling at you for things to be done? No one. No one is yelling at you except you in your head. You in your head. So I actually I saw something on the Today Show today and I thought, oh my goodness, that's a lot. No one's going to really do that. But it was something about self-talk. I think it was Savannah said, you know, if you took the time to write down all of the thoughts in your head to yourself and read that back, you would be astonished. Of course, part of me thought, oh, who's going to take the time to write down everything you say to yourself? But it's a good thought exercise. It's a good exercise. And guess what? You can use a technological tool to help you with that because you you can just voice record and do the transcript thing. You could do it with Otter AI. You can do it with Google Docs. You can do it. I think Microsoft even allows you to record. It is not a bad idea to see in writing the dumb things that we say to ourselves that we would never say to anyone else. Will we ever tell anyone, don't take off? You need to work every day of the year. (laughs) That's dumb. We would never, ever say that. So this 4th of July, I want you to make this the, as we celebrate the birth of our free nation, make it the birth of you finally living in the freedom that you left corporate America for. You left corporate America for a reason. You didn't leave it necessarily because you hated your job or you hated what you did, or even that you hated your clients or your teammates. You did it to run to something. You did it to have control over your life, over your income, over the clients that you served and the type of work that you do. And also for your time, there are a lot of women who chose independent work so that they could balance really having a family and still being able to have a career and have a profession. And a lot of you, your babies are grown up now. (laughs) And even if you still have little babies, don't you want to take some time off to be with them? I mean, enjoy this freedom. Please enjoy it. Your clients are going to be fine. And if you, you know, want to take extended time off, tap into other solos, start to weave them in before you leave so that your clients know who they are. You can bring on somebody that can keep the train on the track in your absence. And, you know, my way of of kind of taking off, and I am guilty of not 100% unplugging, but my way of taking time off is, you know, I mind the big things. Like I know that I can check through emails anywhere. I have my email app on all of my devices. I can check through, I can check through Slack messages. 
And if something really is urgent, which is almost never, I can respond to it. I can take care of it Mm -hmm. or I can do things in a lump. I can take, you know, 10 minutes and go, okay, I'm going to respond to this stuff really quick, but I'm not doing any deliverables. I'm not at my desk and I'm out enjoying, you know, life and I'm doing things. That's okay. Mm -hmm. If you're on, you know, if you have a travel day, you let people know, Hey, I got a travel day. I'm not going to be in communication. And here is a newsflash for everyone who did not get this memo. People today really do not expect you to answer an email within minutes of sending it. They honestly don't. I don't know where we got that toxic on-demand mentality, but people have ditched that. It is okay not to answer emails immediately. Free yourself from that. It's even okay not to answer Slack messages immediately. I have this former client and his email signature to this day, because we stay in touch says, I'm sending this email at a time that's convenient for me. Please respond at a time that's convenient for you. And I love that sets that expectation, but it's what so many other people are already doing. If you read articles about CEOs, they're telling you like, yeah, I got a bunch of text messages sitting there that may never get answered Mm -hmm. because they're triaging. So learn to do that for yourself. Having a business, and this is horrible of us, but we've made having a business more restrictive and defining than working for someone because we have, we played into this false narrative that having a business means that you never get time away and that you have to answer stuff right away or people are going to leave. They're not. And if you're working with those kind of clients, maybe it's time to examine that. Yeah, that's very true. That's a huge red flag because I think even when you were employed, if you were taking your vacation, they're not going to say, oh, I'm going to fire your agency. No, you just really have to trust. I think, you know, for someone like me who sometimes tends to use negative motivations, that's where that comes from. And I know I'm a work in progress there. So just please take this Independence Day savor our nation's freedoms, but also, you know, check in with yourself and think as we move forward into the second half of the year, how you can, you know, reclaim, reclaim your, your passion for the work, how you do the work and all the ways that being self-employed, we really have a wonderful freedom to do work that we love and create a life that we love. So thank you for listening until next time. Thanks for joining us on That Solo Life. Mm -hmm.